Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. In this podcast, you'll learn actionable strategies to deal with infertility from Dr. Michael Chapman, or Prof as he's affectionately known. Prof is the co-founder of IVF Australia and is a leading Australian infertility specialist who has helped over 3,000 couples realise their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. That first cry of a baby born after the long journey of IVF remains one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. As an obstetrician and an IVF specialist, I've had the privilege of experiencing this over many thousands of times in my long career, but I still remain moved by each baby's first cry. It signifies the end of a long journey and the beginning of a new life. This is Professor Michael Chapman, co-founder of IVF Australia and host of the IVF Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To access all the previous episodes, head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. Today we're going to talk about the end of the road. When should we stop doing IVF? It's one of the most difficult questions that I face when patients come to me and say, should I keep going? My initial response is, that's the patient's decision, not mine. Obviously, patients look to me to help them make that decision, but it is ultimately reaching in their minds and their partner's minds the realisation that it's not going to happen, that they may have done everything possible, they probably have done everything possible, and the odds are stacked against them. It's interesting that when patients first come to me who have a very low chance of success, so there I'm talking about women over the age of 42 or women with premature ovarian failure in their 20s and 30s, and they come to me and say they want to get pregnant, and I lay out in words of one syllable as clearly as possible that their odds of a pregnancy are very, very small. But really I can't say it's impossible until they've actually got no eggs at all. But I do say and get to the point of saying things like it would be a miracle if you got pregnant. I quote them a paper that I published some years ago now, but we looked at women having IVF cycles over the age of 45 and in 800 cycles we ended up with two babies, two babies out of 800 cycles the odds and is it worth spending money both their own and the taxpayers money on such a small rate of success 
and certainly there are members of the medical community as well as the, the community at large who say that we were wasting money treating these patients. I don't believe that. I believe that the only way individuals can come to terms with their childlessness is to prove to themselves that it won't happen and therefore going through cycles does help them reach the end of the road. Only this morning I've had a patient who's had five attempts at IVF around the age of 41, 42. We have obtained eggs on four occasions. We have created embryos in all of those. She's had a 16-week miscarriage and an early miscarriage. Since those last pregnancies, she's had two further cycles and without success. In fact, the last cycle, we haven't transferred an embryo because in trying to work out what the problem is, we did genetic testing. And although she only had two embryos, it was worth testing because she wanted to know why she wasn't getting pregnant. And what we found was that both embryos were genetically abnormal. It would be a waste of time and effort to put them back. Needless to say, she was very upset and finally had faced a reality. And that reality is that embryos in a 40, now nearly 43-year-old have an over 90% chance of being genetically abnormal. You can have a beautiful embryo that looks absolutely perfect at day five, and over 90% of them will be genetically abnormal. She and I had a long conversation about this reality and what she'd been through in the past and where she was going to do go forward. And her going forward wasn't to have another cycle. Her going forward was to accept the reality. I actually asked her whether she regretted going through all of these cycles and she said, absolutely not. I had to do it because I wanted to have a baby. I now realise that the chances are so low that it's not worth going on. I t tell my medical students that the most important thing about IVF from the patient's perspective is for them to go away satisfied. Obviously having a baby is a great satisfaction, but going away satisfied that they've done everything possible is just as good an outcome for that particular patient. They know where they are. They'll never look back when they're 50 or 60 years old and say, I didn't try, I should have tried. Unhappy about taking patients through cycles, as long as they appreciate the low chance of success that many of these couples will have. There is another group of patients who reach the end of the road and that can happen quite prematurely. And that's when they have one or maybe two cycles and don't get pregnant. That's the couples in their 30s and generally in their 30s is the group I'm talking about, who drop out of treatment because it's all too stressful, it's all too costly, and in their balance in their minds between having a baby and not having a baby, They've tried, haven't succeeded, and decide to stop. It's interesting what the statistics say about that group of patients. If 
they're producing good embryos and not getting pregnant and decide to keep going, the pregnancy rate, the cumulative pregnancy rate, i.e. the chances of ultimately ending up with a baby, continue to rise. Some data we published last year showed that although 25% of patients drop out at every cycle from one cycle to the next, those that stay in the game, if you're under 35, have nearly an 80% chance of a baby. It may take six cycles, but persistence does work if you are producing embryos. But those patients, again, who, who do drop out, need to have reached that conclusion for good reason. And again, I, I try and get them to the point of realising that, that they are satisfied that they have done everything possible. So reaching that decision is not easy. Good counselling, seeing a good specialist who doesn't create unrealistic expectations is very, very important to get an outcome that ends up with emotional satisfaction into the long term. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 